know last night, well, yesterday, the reunion um, was the big, big thing that everybody talked about, but I want to kind of get back to the beginning as far as when you um, read and really what everyone is talking about, but I want to initially find out how did you even get started with Ready to Love Dallas? How did you even get into it? So first and foremost, I'm so happy to be here. I know y'all thought y'all wouldn't go see me, um, but I had to come and do this interview and I'm super happy to be here. Um, starting with Ready to Love Dallas, um, because of my field of work, I follow a lot of casting directors, a lot of directors and people in the industry. So uh, my newsfeed, I'm always seeing different shows, different movies, things that are getting casted for. So. Um, I saw one of the um, casting directors right. post about Ready to Love, right. and I just was like, you know what? I've seen this show since season one, so I'm not one of those who said we ain't never heard about it. Um, and I actually thought about it for one of my sisters. And I called her and I was like, girl, you know, they doing Ready to Love Dallas, you need to do it. And she's not really, you know, one to be on screen. Right. So I said, hey, if you do it, I'll do it. You know, we both looking for love. So um, I ended up doing it by myself. Okay. And that's how we got here. So I kind of got bamboozled. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Only sisters do that kind of stuff. So once you got into it, and even though I know you had the background, um, by the way, you are in production, right? Yes. She has done, uh, tell, tell me what you've done. Yes, so um, my current position is a television and film producer, um, but my background, I started out acting. Um, I have a background in radio, but um, as far as on screen, I started out acting. And I was fortunate enough to have a team that, you know, saw the, the journey or the path that I was trying to go right, down. Right. So they weren't no haters. Mm -hmm. They was like, well, do you want to learn? And they taught me and I fell in love with production. So I started on the bottom level, right. came in as a PA. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just kind of every chance I got to learn something, you know, I took that opportunity. And um, here I am now as a producer. By the way, she knows a lot. We're going to share the knowledge around yes. here. We ain't yes. holding nothing. So getting into Dallas, I know myself, I can say Dallas is dating-wise. Dallas dating is trash. It really is. It's difficult uh, to try to find somebody. And, you know, Rich Love is an outlet that um, we get to see people of color. On TV, also see people of color actually um, look for love. So with that being said, um, most of your journey, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately for a reason, is mostly <laughs> surrounded by red. So I kind of wanted to get into what's the beef with you in red, but I say that because even the reunion basically was that. So I really want to touch on that. What is going on with the thoughts, the shirt, the comment, the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't tell you about no shirts now. Oh. I, can't, I can't tell you what's going on okay, with okay, that. Okay. Um, but I, I want to I just check something that you said, you know, coming in, into okay. that question. The Dallas dating scene is not trash. And honestly, I, I was told, I can't say by who, but some, some decision makers. I was told I was the only cast member who felt that way. Everybody else said it's pee in the dating pool and these men don't and these women only want, you know, I was the only one who was like, Dallas has a lot to offer in the dating scene. And of course the follow-up question is then why are you single? So, and I have an answer. Okay. Um, so, you know, I've dated in Dallas and I've had some really good luck. Mm -hmm. 
but I feel like I'm not going to settle because I was previously married. Um, I'm not going to settle. And I felt like even some of those good fits, mm -hmm. they weren't my person. Right, right. So instead of settling, I'm just, you know, still waiting, yeah, being patient. Yes. But I've had good experiences mm -hmm. in, da in Dallas. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as far as um, ready to love and, you know, how that has carried from episode one at the mansion yes. all the way through part one last night. Yes. Uh, what, a, what a scene, what a scene. Um, this, is, this is my answer to that. Um, a lot of cast members have had issues with the editing. Let me start out by saying what y'all saw on this show was me. Good, bad, and ugly. I'm not gonna blame the editing department or anything else. Um, but speaking of editing, my first conversation with that guy um, was not on camera. Um, so there was an initial conversation. If you go back to episode one, you can kind of see it happening in the background. Um, but we had already kind of hashed all that out in that first conversation. So um, I'll say that I was a little shocked in that moment that everybody got to see really? in that conversation. Wow. When he did approach and was like, you know, um, I know you're thinking about me or right. what, whatever he said. Because uh -huh. I'm like, ooh, no, I wouldn't because we just had this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I came in saying, you know, I'm a goofy person. I right. like to laugh, crack jokes or whatever. And if I dish it, I can take it. Yes. Um, I'm also one that if something is wrong on my end, tell me. Right. And you can say it publicly because whatever I said to you, I probably say it publicly. Exactly. So. Um, that conversation never happened. Um, so, and I just think that because it was never hashed out, even at the brunch after right. the apology, okay. um, I just kind of let it go. Okay. Because I'm like, clearly this is not going to get fixed. And I think that's kind of what y'all see pour over into part one of the reunion. So speaking of the reunion, even my panel brought it up about something about children was brought up. And I kind of mm -hmm. wanted you to clear it up, honestly, because I heard Tommy say even today, don't bring up kids. I'm just like, right. I want her to clear up herself because I don't like how the narrative is being spun. So. Yeah, um, so what was said pretty much all season was, you know, initially, you know, I feel like I know you from somewhere, which turned out it wasn't a know you from somewhere. It was, you know, heard some things about right, you. Right. Um, but before I even mentioned that, you guys don't have the privilege of seeing it, um, I let him speak. I let him tell me, you know, about himself and just introduce himself. Right. And a lot of the things that I had heard is kind of how he right. portrayed himself to me in that initial conversation. Right. And I was like, okay, so it was spot on. Um, some of the other things that were brought to me, I don't go digging and looking. Right. Um, did involve children. Okay. Because it involved children, I'm a mother of two. Okay. Because it involved children, I did not want to say it on air. Mm. So for me, I'm like, okay, I got kids, you know, I got an ex-husband who's the father, you know, so I'm like, I wouldn't want to be in that same position where somebody took an opportunity to get camera time or, you know, um, get extra storyline or make right. it juicy. I don't, I don't want to last another week because I'm bringing mess or yes. because I'm bringing yes. tea. Yes. So um, when I first brought it to him, he was like, oh, because my name is good, blah, 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 blah. But he kind of, you know, calmed down a little bit and he was like, okay, we can talk. Before we could talk, it was another messy scene. Right. So I was right. like, okay, I get it. Maybe I just pushed a sensitive button, whatever it might have been. Um, and it just kept being, okay, we can talk outside of these microphones, outside right. of these cameras. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say what it is on camera. To this day, I've still never shared what it is with anyone because it involves kids. Um, I did notice last night at the reunion, somebody wanted to have input. Okay. 
Um, and they was just like, you know, and I feel like that's how Tommy got to that point yeah. of kids are off limits. Yeah. And it was simply because, oh, you should have never brought it up. I think that's perception mm -hmm. because I look at it like I didn't bring it up. I just gave him enough to know that this is what I'm talking about. I just don't want to say in detail on camera. Everyone else's opinion is you brought up his kids. What I have to say about that specific topic doesn't have anything to do with his kids. It's really more about him with his kids. So it's like, if I, it was like a damn if I do, damn if I don't situation because I can't just sit here and be like, oh, it's a firm no for me off rip without really saying why. So I said, okay, well, there's a reason why I just don't feel comfortable saying it on camera. Okay. It was a lot that went on even in season and you seem pretty quiet even online. Um, with mm -hmm. you have to honestly just be transparent, mm -hmm. Janelle and Tequila, the situation with that. We have the Chris and Jessica. You know, even though you weren't there um, and you already left, how did you feel watching that with us, honestly? Watching it with you all. A lot of stuff we saw with y'all. Okay. So um, if we were not in those rooms, we watching it the same way y'all are, right. whether, and, that, and that's not just the confessionals, it's, you know, everything. Right. So I'll start out with Tequila, you know, that's T for oh. me, that's, that's yeah. my girl. Um, and that whole situation, that was a, a day one issue. And I really feel like it just, it just was a domino effect. Okay. Because if you remember that scene, I wanna say that was our first deliber deliberation right. at the mansion. Okay. Okay. And it's me and the wow. other two ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw something that I, I don't know if T noticed, and okay. we kind of talked about it, but okay. I felt like in that initial deliberation with Tommy, some, some chess moves were being made. Mm. And what I mean by that is, it's kind of, it was kind of like a strategy being developed. Hmm. Alliance? So, it, it, was, it, was, it was definitely strategic. I feel like um, if, you, if you came into this process to make it to the end, and it's not necessarily about love, or, or maybe it's not as much about love. Your goal is to make it to the end. Yes. You're gonna, especially since this is on a large platform like TV, you are gonna figure out whose buttons you can press, and you know, and who, whose skin you can get under. Yes. Maybe bring them out yes. of character. Yes. I feel like that was a, a pivotal moment, mm -hmm. starting out episode one, and I feel like she figured out what which buttons she could press, That's so and those buttons got pressed, yes. and you know, had a reaction to it. So. Um, to see, to see that happen, it was unfortunate, and I had my opinion on it. I shared it with my sister T, yes. and you know, we we are here now, waiting on part two. So, <laughs> the, narrative, the narrative that um, is being portrayed with you and the other ladies, because um, we don't know, we don't know everything that happened. Well, so come on, let's ask. Well, they're given the narrative of like this is with ghetto Dallas is ghetto Dallas is the worst season ever. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a part of that season. How do you feel about that? Because that is a narrative in the comic, whether you read it or Lipstick Alley, they are saying these things. Um, so first and foremost, I love my city. Mm. I feel like comparing my day in, day out life in Dallas to this show mm. and what I experienced and yes. watched back, yes. um, and maybe, maybe it's just my lane, but um, I feel like a lot of stuff gets magnified on TV. Yes. And another thing I do want to clear up that I've been asked a lot, is this scripted? It is not. Mm. Now, some people let some stuff come out their mouth, including me, um, that they might, might not have been their proudest moments. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the ghetto thing, I think, I think that's perception too. Mm. Uh, I, I, I 
have engaged in some ghetto activity myself. I feel like, um, but if I'm being completely honest, based on my review of my um, season, right. I'd have to say if we really took this away, and maybe it's not a good thing, if we really took away a lot of that drama, this would have been very boring. Mm. I do agree because um, I do agree. if we pit, if we have love over here, okay. and we have you know drama over here, right. the drama definitely outweighed these love connections. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Um, it, something would have been said one way or other, like, oh, my God, snooze fest, let me turn this right. off. Or, I'm tired of them fighting, though. Why they in I, honestly, I, it, was, it was disheartening. I know how we got to those places. Yeah. So um, I think I see it differently because I was there for a good chunk of the drama, or I was privy to a lot of it. Um, I just think it's unfortunate. But I feel like a lot of those dramatic moments where people – being them authentic selves, mm. so their authentic selves. So, so with that, Jessica, Chris, mm -hmm. that was another big. I wasn't expecting it myself, mm -hmm. um, honestly, but it was a really big thing, and it's a, it's, it's touching. I feel like, mm -hmm. but even still, being a woman watching it, the scene with us, yeah, and seeing how it you know, uh, unfolded. How did you feel sitting there, regardless of what? Because you weren't, if you were part of the cast, you were a fan of watching it as a woman, just straight, transparent. How would you feel about the way it was? If I were not a part of this cast, never met Jessica, never met right. Chris, right. I think it would have been very, very, very tense. I think it would have been a table-turning moment for mm. me, and, and that would have been, you know, looking at Chris differently. Right. I will honestly... Be, I would be neutral and say that I would be looking at Chris like, wait a minute now, right. you're supposed to be this and, you know, but I think being a part of the cast, I'm not saying it was right, and I don't even think Chris, I, I don't want to speak for Chris, right. but I'm like, I, what I can say is I know Chris, and I feel like I haven't experienced any of that side. Okay. Um, Chris has laid out the red carpet anytime mm, I've been around. But again, a lot of things get magnified, and clearly that just what it was right. what it was. Nobody right. made him say that as far as, you know, production or anything like mm -hmm. that. But um, it was, you know, nail-biting watching that scene for the first time. Everybody is responsible for their own actions, right? But I couldn't help but wonder, knowing the Chris that I know, that's my baby, right. the Chris that I know, how did we get to that point? Yes, yes. And I, I'm not saying, like, oh, it must have been a, or this, but something – Got the Chris I knew to that point, um, but it was a very edited scene. Uh, we all know that. It was very edited. We, it, fans have said it. I, bloggers have said it. But you could tell it was chopped and screwed. Okay. So, I mean, I'm well, we in Texas, so you know, <laughs> chopped chop and screwed. All right. So you said the the bloggers said it. Okay, y'all y'all saw it. So it was, it was chopped. It was. It was messed up. Whatever. But yeah. Like I said, that was an unfortunate incident. Um, the thing about the cast, it, it was a split. Everybody kind of knew it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we call it, I called it myself, the Janelle show. Um, and I still say that it was the Janelle show. A lot of the drama I saw was surrounded by her. Even like you said, the little comments that were made when you were talking to Red. Um, but you seemed to not really engage. Um, is that the way you pretty much handled it the entire season? I think coming into the process, I'm not a competitive person when it comes to a love journey. So 
I really felt like walking into this process, all of the women were beautiful in their own right. Mm. And then when Kat stepped them legs up in there, I thought, she, I was like, oh, she better just shut down. <laughs> but, um, you know, I felt like everybody had their own lane. Yes. Yes. Nobody can, you can get in my lane. You're you going to have a lot of traffic ahead of you because oh, this ain't your lane. So for whatever reason, like I really, I was glad that I made bonds with a lot of the women um, or just was cordial. Like I didn't have problems with any of the women. Okay. Um, but I really feel like some people played the game okay. um, differently than I did. Okay. Um, so if something does not necessarily pertain to me, even though you might be addressing me, mm. I don't hear you. I, I don't hear you. you. Just like continue the conversation, it was smooth as water. I, I watched it back this morning, I was like, she, it just doesn't even react. I'm like, yeah, I mean, because I a lot of things, <laughs> and, and I wish I had it earlier on in the process because, and if I'm being honest, I might've gone home sooner mm. because um, I'm, I'm no fool. I just, okay. you know, be acting crazy. But um, I, I'm no fool. I know that a lot of my time was spent around the drama okay. and that's unfortunate because I did have some other connections that I wanted to pursue and, you know, strengthen or figure out if the, the main connection that I had was, you know, really there. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not ever giving energy to anything that doesn't deserve the energy. Yeah. Yes, I love that vibe. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing with Marvin did surprise me. So Ooh. not saying that, I mean, because the things he has going on, I'm trying my words again, I'm struggling. It's different. <laughs> Who I wants to dive into this? And I was okay. like, when you was talking, I was like, wait, there was, okay, I remember the kiss and all of these things, mm -hmm. but still, um, so there was more, I don't know, he's with somebody now, I understand it, but y'all was actually doing something kind of serious, or was it just like, you know, kind of seeing what, what, what was going to happen? So, during, during the process, and then also post both of our eliminations, you know, we were just kind of getting to know each other. Okay. Unfortunately for Marvin, and I know y'all have got to have seen it by now, uh, you know, on social media, but they really did not show the conversations that me and Marvin had. Gotcha. Me and Marvin didn't talk about none of that stuff. We talked oh, about his daughter. Okay. Okay. We talked about, you know, his five-year plan as far, mm -hmm. and I think Kira mentioned it, you know, yes. moving over to the Caribbean. Yes. Um, serious stuff like his passions, his hobbies. Mm -hmm. um, now, of course, we talked about his writing, but it was more about him being an author, not okay. necessarily the, the subject. The subject. Okay, gotcha. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't know Adonis, right. Right. Uh, but it's Why more, <laughs> you know, I, I've, you know, he shared both <laughs> worlds with me, yes. but the bulk yes. of our interactions and conversations was like Marvin and mm -hmm. he's such a sweet, a sweetheart. Yes, um, so I feel like, you know, he definitely got the he's this sex dungeon owner and mm -hmm. you like he but i mean honestly that's why they brought him on let's be real okay um and it's not every day that you run into somebody who's openly talking about it and it's not you know in some back alley you know yes. underground scene yes. Yes. so i mean for me i know a lot of women were saying like you know we appreciate his honesty and yes. they said that all throughout the process mm -hmm. but i guess I just wasn't afraid to say that it intrigued me because everybody in this process is 30 plus. I'm not saying Marvin's lifestyle is for everybody because I kind of I kind of cringed watching the season and yeah. watching Marvin's interactions because all these fetishes and stuff, I ain't know nothing about all that. Right. So was, I don't know, everybody kind of question the pearls kind of Right. Question. And I really feel like and I, I ain't going to say who cuz I don't know everybody's right. business. Right. I feel like a lot of that people didn't want to admit that they were either interested or it raised the eyebrow on national television. 
I'm grown. So, you know, my pastor gonna have to just shut off the, 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 the network when, when I'm on. Um, you know, just hit one of these. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I feel like he kind of got played out of, yeah. you know, played into that storyline. But yeah, I did, me and Marvin talked about real things. Like, if I am with you five years from now, what does that really look like? Mm. Um, and I think those things that you guys didn't get to see is what drew me to Marvin. Now, as far as him being with somebody, yes. we don't agree okay. on when that took place. Okay. Okay. I just know that I, it was announced to me, or it was brought oh, to my attention, okay. and I was just like, oh, well. Yeah, okay, gotcha. wow. So that's that on that. And that I, I found that out before okay. the reunion. Gotcha. So that's kind of what y'all get to I see. Mm, that's kind of what y'all get to see. Do you have any takeaways from this show? Because it's a dating show, and um, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. And to come into your real life, because you're still obviously single, mm -hmm. um, what was the takeaways for you? Funny enough, like, this, this is going to sound crazy, but I actually hear some of the stuff that Tommy said to us. Like, in my, and it's not just in dating, but just in my day-to-day -day life. Right. I've had some really tense situations in my personal life, like dealing with my mom's health, mm -hmm and just kind of shutting down the world. Right. That, so when y'all saw me on my hiatus from social media, it had nothing to do with the show, um, just kind of bunkering down um, when it came to her. Right. But sometimes I'll hear Tommy be like, you gotta do the work, or you yeah. know, and it's not yeah. like yeah. mind-blowing advice, right. but I just hear some of that stuff um, in, my, in my daily walk. Yeah. Um, what I learned about me <laughs> from this show is Stand ten toes, yes. and whatever that looks like in the end, mm -hmm. as long as you can walk away and know that you did what you were supposed to do, you didn't budge, you didn't compromise, and I don't mean like you just set in your ways, but you know what's what's a deal breaker or what's a um, something that you that's really important to you, the the non-negotiables. Yes. I'm not budging on those, um, and I'm not gonna let somebody top surface talk me into a relationship. You gotta really ask the real questions. You're not going to top surface me. Um, I think it's great that you want to know what my favorite color is, but, you know, well, I'm, I'm just saying, but, and, and that's, that's kind of how it felt. Um, the, guy, the guys were really sweet, and I started out talking to a handful of them, and I still feel like a lot of them were sweet, and nobody ever, you know, went left. Um, and I appreciated that, but I'm like, I saw, because I stayed out the comments, y'all, because I know me and y'all probably have heard a little bit at this point, my little slick talk. And I know that if I see something, I'm probably going to react right. and say something. So let's just not do that. But what I did catch a glimpse of is, you know, don't ask, don't tell. Mm. So by the time I brought up that I had been married and I had kids, everybody was like, see, that's what's like, why are you going home? My kids ain't going to be no secret. They do live with me. So, like, eventually you got to get down to the nitty gritty. Mm. I, I do want to know what your hobbies are, but I do also want to know, like, are you financially stable or, you know, what's your relationship like with your family? Yes. Yes. Things that are going to matter if, if we both end up broke. Like, what wow. is things that money can't buy? It seems like Phil was getting offended a lot when the area brought that type of stuff up. It's just like you said, well, especially at this age, financial, not saying I need you to carry me, but if we're doing it together, I want us to be equally yoked. I want to know that we're both going to be able to well as far as that situation I'll say this I don't and and I I liked Phil like Phil was one of my top, top 
connections wow. as far as me wanting wanting to know more about him. Okay. Um, so I don't know this man's financial situation. I don't know what he got going on. Um, but watching, I think it was like that third time in his confessional, he was yeah. like, you know, uh, it's starting to get on my nerves. Yeah. I'll say that when I saw that episode, I kind of was like, it was something, and I, I believe it was Phil that was like, you know, whatever she got going on don't have anything to do with me. It's like from a previous relationship or right. family or yes. something, and he was like, she need to heal. Now that's a lot of the rap I got too, uh, about needing to heal and I'm not over. I think I was a little caught off guard by me needing to heal and nobody asked me any questions of substance. How do you even know so how, how you know I need to heal? Because I say I don't play, because I don't. I don't. <laughs> I think, I, that's, what I, that's a problem I actually have. Well, how do you say somebody can uh, at least be healed? Uh, it's about T as well. How do you know with that person? What? So this is the pattern I noticed, and I think I think it started with T, yeah. and then I think I'm next, and then at, you know towards the end Aries. Yeah. Um, what I noticed right before somebody says you need to heal, you put your foot down. Soon as each lady put their foot down, now now we need to heal. Um, I feel like, and I'm just using this as an example because, again, I don't know Phil's situation. Um, I'll say that, you know, Aries brings up stability. She brings it up, she brings it up. And I felt like, you know, it's the it's the central topic, but she brought it up different ways. And then, you know, when the family meets, yes, I think that was yes, her family, it was, yes. um, it was like, you know, so do these jokes pay off? Like you, you say you do comedy as well. And, you know, he was on, honest and he yes. said, no, you know, not at this point or whatever. Is like a red flag like hey i'm letting you know i need you to be stable yeah. and i'm trying to get you to i'm trying to bring that out of you to say that hey i might not be in the best place right, right. now but i have this plan i think i don't know but i think that might have been what aries was looking for like we got everything else we right. connecting right. but i need you to show me that this gonna this on this level it's gonna be a safe space something like and you might be at the bottom of that like just getting started but this is where i'm reaching towards and this is the work i'm putting in yeah right like most women don't i feel like we don't get to be included and the decisions made for us which a lot of times a lot of times i want this is really pretty sitting here and i want to also talk about this um it's a perfect shot here can you please tell people what that actually is what's behind it so this is my logo it stands it's t and then two e's it's the unique experience and it was just something that i did because again um of my entertainment background um i mentioned earlier i started out um acting as far as cameras production that type of thing but i initially started with radio I had to come up with a name for my show, and I just, I just decided to go with the unique experience because it's, it's like nothing you've ever dealt with, heard, seen, and and you gonna feel it. So once I transitioned into you know the different right. parts of entertainment, I just always brought it along with me. So okay. the unique experience is just me. Branding, y'all know I love branding. I swear. And we gonna do it. So Miss Kara um, was one of the one of the beautiful queens I met at that premiere party, and she was just she still is awesome. Um, but she got also another situation with the black and all this mess. And uh, how did you feel about that? Sitting back watching that because I know, I know you know her outside of it. So to watch that on TV, like how did you feel? Like to me, it threw me off. Um, the Kira situations mm -hmm. <laughs> did not shock me watching it along with you all, and that was because me and Kira were close. Yes. So between myself, T, and Kira, like we talked all the time. So a lot of stuff, Kira would come to us. 
uh, and say, well, you know, this is what I'm thinking or, and this is what I'm going to say. And not like in a she rehearsed it right, kind of way, right. but she would say stuff to us. And I'm like, we know Kira, like she's going to, what y'all see is really that as far as, you know, this big personality, you know, very bubbly, all of that. I quickly learned because I've been around, you know, cheerleaders. I know a lot of people are saying that, but if you have, then you kind of get it. Um, so I understood her personality. The more I got to know about Kira, when she made comments like what aired on the show, it wasn't shocking to me, or I didn't take it the way a lot of people did, and I understand why they did. I didn't take it that way because I'm like, I knew what Kira meant. Gotcha. So I actually felt bad watching it because I'm like, oh, this is not going to land well. And even some of the earlier comments, I knew they wouldn't age well. And that was because of what I was privy to. I was like, oh, when this next thing comes up, they're going to go back to. So I'm like, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of thought or emotion into watching it on TV okay. because okay. I know who Kira is. Yes. I know she stands for. Yes. I, I've seen her different circles or, you know, heard things about yes. them. So I'm like, the girl, the girl black and she knows she black. Yes. <laughs> so. I Texas around a lot of different people, a lot of different races, and saw a lot. So I mm -hmm. understood her a lot more than I told her a lot more than she thinks. Because I mean, I, I, my, my family and friends, we were around with Kira, like everything. Yeah, I went to a, a predominantly white school so, in yeah. Oklahoma City, and you know, I, there were some black students, but they remind me of Kira. And I think it was just this is who you grow up around, yes. and and that's it. I'm not really. Now, don't get it twisted, and she probably gonna be mad I say this. Uh, don't get it twisted. I think Kira would do just fine in Oak Cliff. Okay. I think she would do just fine. Okay. It might be a you know a little culture shock, but I think you know she'll do just fine. But the the Kira that I know was definitely being herself. And out of twenty, I think you know it might only be like two other people ahead of her who was really being themselves. But uh, you know, I knew what she meant, so I didn't take any type of offense to it. See what I say? I see it well, and I don't another, see it. Another, another Look, because Badiati. She looks so pretty. Thank oh you. I was trying to give like mob ties. I don't know. I was feeling gangster. Oh, some little, okay, some little okay, gangster. Okay. But no, speaking of my hair, because ain't nobody asked, but I'm just going to tell. You know, y'all be wanting inside scoop. But no, I like I said, I've been dealing with a lot since we filmed the reunion, um, primarily family stuff with my mom. And I just, I knew negativity. And it's, it's been some love, too. Let's yeah. not, I feel like we talk about the negative stuff people are saying about us more than we talk about the support. Because right. DMs is flooding right, in. Right. So I, I will say... My supporters, I love them to pieces because when I tell you they were more mad about my elimination mm. in the moment and then two weeks after than I was, I was like, baby, they were. first of all, this happened months ago, so like, it's okay. <laughs> but um, it just was, I felt like this negative energy and I had been wanting to change my hair for a minute okay. anyway. Right. So got in the bathroom, let my 13-year-old do this. So, you know, she got it pretty even. It's really, wow. She, she did tell, that. Tell mama she did a very good oh, job. baby, we saving coins. We saving coins around here. Oh, uh, by the way, guys, you guys can see, you guys can see, I do have the uh, chair earrings on, like, uh, what happened? I think we're just looking at Come on, Alabama. Now, my, my aunt, who, uh, so I'm like, she's just making these, and she makes a football one, too, with the different things on, I just paint one. 
Okay. She makes Aaron look like you. But um, unique, um, this has been an experience with her. I want to see you guys understand. I talked to her outside of this. Mm -hmm. And honestly, she really, everything you see here, this is her. Very astute individual. When I first talked to her in five minutes, she's so smart. She's so, so helpful. Oh, man. I wish that was shown more. Like, she can have an internship. She's very, very astute in a lot of different things. So she got skills. And she doesn't say a lot, which I, you know, I'm, I'm not that humble. You know what? And I think here's why I don't ever say anything. Here's here's why I don't. It will continue to do so. <laughs> As you should. Um, I don't say I don't speak on my accomplishments like that. And you know, because I feel like it's a fine line between you know just listing your resume yes. and bragging. One of my triggers is when somebody brags or boasts and you know things like that, and I just don't ever want to be associated with it. Um, if I see someone that I can help with any skill or talent that I have, I'll always let you know, like, hey, this is what I think you can do different, but you ain't asked me. Right. But if you want to know, here's everything that I got, and I'm not going to charge you for it because somebody put me on and information is out there but if you don't know to ask you, you don't know what you're looking for so i'm like no i'm always here to help somebody man woman child wow. anybody because wow. it don't take anything from me and i'm, I'm about that life yes. i'm about that life that's why i like to do the mentorship program mm -hmm. with the content creators that i do because it's not for me um when i came on the scene nobody showed me how to do be yeah. a youtuber or to start my brand or to do interviews Everything I learned on my own or the mistakes I made, which yeah. were a lot, to be honest. And so for me, it's like for the content creators who want to do something, mm -hmm. I literally have my program and I make it very low cost. Unlike Tasha K, and I said that he out there. Uh, all the rest of them they have on this program, you got to pay an arm and a leg and they still ain't doing nothing. Uh, that's not for me. My mm -hmm. my reward is to see you be monetized yeah. on YouTube. My reward is to see your brands grow with your name. That's my reward. And the group that I have is a community that support each other because out here in this business is super frustrating and hard. That's what so. it takes. It takes a community, and mm -hmm. once you find your village, mm -hmm. sky's the limit. So, like village. village, yeah. Like it's. I'm not gonna say it's hard to find it, but you got to be looking for the people who have the same mindset, on the same path, and don't feel like helping you is taking anything from them. So, as long as they have that mindset, that village is going to continue to grow and prosper. Cause I'm, I'm 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 about prospering. Like I'm I'm not gonna hold anything back. It's a lot of people who had that mindset. Like I got it out the mud. You got it. No no no. We can, I can save you some of them headaches. And I cause I definitely have had some. I've had some times where I'm like, okay, you need to just stop, turn around. This ain't for you. But I I would like to keep somebody from having those moments. Cause it's like you keep hitting these roadblocks, and it feels like this is yeah, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Everybody doesn't need to go through that. And I'm, I, if I can avoid somebody having yeah. those same mistakes and trial and errors, that's what I'm going to do. I have to be transparent and ask you this, because you mentioned that you were close to Kira and you were close to T. Mm -hmm. But I didn't hear you mention you were close to any of the other ladies. Yes, you didn't have any issues, but even I have to admit, when I went to the premiere party, there was two parties. Yeah, I know I've been before. So I looked at it as somewhat of a divide in the cast. So I'm not asking you to give, I know I heard what you said that. I'm not asking you to give the, the ABCs that connect everything, but I'm saying for you, just mm -hmm. unique, why didn't you say you're close to any of them? Were there a divide in the cast? I have to ask that. So we'll start with the second part of the question. Okay. It was definitely divides 
in the cast. So it wasn't necessarily split down the middle, but you know, it, it was certain groups. But I think part of that is natural. Okay. Like you just kind of gravitate yeah. towards the people you gravitate okay. towards. Okay. But I think that. there's another side that is very immature mm. um, as far as how those divides happen. Um, again, I'll say nobody ever disrespected me. Mm. Nobody tried, I never felt like they was, Coming for your you know, trying to test the waters right. with me or anything. So I was fortunate in yeah. that, in that okay. way. Um, I think I mentioned T and Kira first yes. because those were my initial bonding moments. Okay. Um, I definitely have love for Kat. Mm -hmm. I just knew it in second number one. The, when I laid eyes on her and she said hello, it was just something about Kat that I was like, something, something feels real I'm about sorry, you. Yeah, I'm like, something feels real about you right. and she ain't showing me nothing different mm. and don't expect nothing different right. to this day. Right. Um, Everybody else, I really feel like, oh, and I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble because am I missing somebody? Because I feel like everybody else, it was just pretty cordial. Like I said, no yeah. disrespect. Um, Lee. Lee is a sweetheart. Um, I haven't had any issues with Lee. Um, she's definitely, matter of fact, how could, that's why I said I'm gonna get in trouble. Okay. Because um, with everything that I've had going on, I've had cast members reach out to me because they like, wait a minute, where are you? Where are you? What's going on? We don't need to know your business, but we want to let you know, you know, you're going to be okay and all of that. So Lee has definitely reached out and was like, you know, um, I can't remember her words, but she was checking on me. So um, definitely got love for Lee. Everybody else, it was just pretty much a coral, a coral, cordial um, setup between us. I'm really trying to run through this, this women's cast. <laughs> yeah, it was just cordial. Okay. Um, nobody made me feel like, you know, tension walking into right. a room or anything. Okay. But again, like I said, I really, and not that they're non-factors or, you know, this ain't a shade moment. Right. I'm just saying I really wasn't checking for the women because right. that, that's not what I was there for. Right. So I'm like, and I felt like my experiences with all the women was, hey, girl, hey. Some of them went deeper, but everything was on, you okay. know, on the up and up as far as respect. That's a, that's a good answer. Mm -hmm. I that. that makes sense. So that, that's perfect. So we got your takeaways. Would you do another reality show again that had anything to do with dating? Specifically dating? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I would do another reality show. Okay. I think... It would definitely, I would definitely have to know the concept, okay. like how the show is set mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. if it's gonna be a dating show. Okay. Um, I'm open to it, but um, <laughs> I think I would want something that had more of like an intimate setup. Okay. More of like, you know, the old blind date kind of show, or. I don't really have anything like that, but. Um, well, you should have did like a love experiment that's on MTV, kind of. They was, they was checking for me. Uh, okay, so let let me okay. So I did Ready to Love because of what I had seen okay. for seven seasons. Yes. Okay. And even with me being in production, it still was like I feel like me being in production helped me on this show. Okay. Because I knew I have this this meter, I guess. So when I see cameras, I'm like, okay, you always have your mic on. Mm -hmm. And cameras, even when we yell cut, they still rolling. Right. But I think my mind was kind of on that. And like I said, I'm still being me. Mm -hmm. 
But some stuff I'm like, you probably don't want to say that. Or you probably want to do that or maybe just stay calm right now because right. the world is watching. Um, but I think doing this with 10 other women and then, you know, 10 men, that might have just been a lot because my personal dating style, I'm not a dater. Like, I don't say, oh, well, I'm just dating everybody until yeah. you my man. Okay. Okay. So this was definitely different for me because I'm like, ooh, I don't really text like that. I don't call like that. I'm not trying to FaceTime without an appointment. Uh, it's, that was a lot for me. So to multiply that by 10, that might not have been my setup. I feel like the connections I made and the conversations I had on and off camera, they went well for me being kind of just jumping into this mm -hmm. date around mm -hmm. scene. Because mm -hmm. I'll see you and say, okay, we get along. Okay, we on the same page. Okay, you my man. That's where we start there. I can't okay. have men's. That's the way I, in my younger days, that's the way I used to date. Like, I, one, one week later, maybe one phone call, that's my dude. I was never good at dating more than one person. So at I a time, yeah. I, didn't, I was not good at it. I called you the wrong name. Like, I'm already, oh, not the wrong name. <laughs> that's why you stick to the pet names. Right. Just, just the pet names. Oh, well, I don't even do it at all. I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with it, period. So, okay, well, it's not like your experience. Um, was positive. Uh, you made it positive anyway. Right. And you also learned from the experience. And um, do you have anything coming up um, as far as any reality shows, anything or in the works, or just we're still like you know? So we're still in the we're still in the I don't want to say in the thick of Ready to Love, but you know we're still in promotion phase for that yes. too. We still got one more episode, uh, part two reunion. So you know I'm I got my eye on some different things. I can't, I don't know if it'll be reality, right. but um, what I am, I, I will tell you this. Um, since Ready to Love, I have been on the production side of two different films. Okay. And you know, that was a breath of fresh air to me mm. to get yeah, back on the fun. other side. Yeah. Um, so did do that. Now I am kind of looking at getting back to my first love being on, on camera. Okay. Uh, not like this, yes. but you know, portraying a character, not showing everybody else uh, my character. Okay. Um, so that's that's something I'm working on. I have been writing a project. I actually, I'm on my second project now. Um, but getting into writing and seeing if I can wear multiple hats for that, because, you know, I, I want the check whichever way it's coming. So, yeah. uh, I know I'm going to be a producer one day. I'll, I'll, I'll pop up on your set. And, and, you know, and you're okay, welcome. Yeah. And you're welcome. To, you're welcome to the set. Um, but, yeah, just probably getting into acting. Okay. Um, Sounds exciting. It is, and I just feel like um, that that's where I want to be right now. Um, production is always going to be there. It's always something that I know. I'm still learning about because, like I said, I, I started this in 2019. Mm -hmm. So this is still fresh for me. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely trying to build those credits up, and y'all can go check them out because I know y'all already looked. So uh, I'll add her information to the live <laughs> until everything you got going on. Guys, this was uh, a great experience. Again, one of my, I want to say, people in my life that I don't, will be in my life even after the show is over. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So this is a unique experience. This was a great interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. Go follow her on Instagram. And like I said, anything she needs to be part of, follow her. Link tree, anything, I'll have it all in the description. So with that being said, this is a sneak review, interview, in person, ready to love Dallas.